Hey everybody, welcome back to Let's Talk oh. Movies. I'm Miguel. I feel like I need a redo. What was that? I first of all the snort. Second of all, you just said that, not me, which is very odd. I feel like I feel out of place and dirty. And Bro, straight. it's the season finale. You gotta change the shit up. I'm Brad. <laughs> Oh, welcome to the season one finale of Purely and Simply Evil. Uh, we just got off on the way wrong foot. I don't even know what. I feel odd. I feel strange in my body. I threw him off his game, man. <laughs> he did can't trash off. this movie too much, man, because we know what we're about oh. to do, fellas. Well, okay. here. So, okay. So today we're talking Halloween Resurrection in our, uh, our 10th episode, our season one finale. And... I it, our commentary is out now. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. It's on all the other podcast platforms. And in our commentary, I tore Resurrection apart. And I'm I'm gonna I'm not going to sugarcoat the fact that Resurrection is I, I'm not I'm not gonna save it for a ranking. Uh, it's my least favorite movie in the franchise. Now, I promised I was having a buddy with our our, our, our I'm having a buddy. I was having a conversation. With <laughs> I was our having buddy. a buddy to talk with. I, I, was, <laughs> I was having a buddy. And uh, I was having a conversation with our buddy Art in one of the comments. And uh, shout out to you, Art, or, uh, Art Oct. I mean, Oct. I'm getting people. I don't know. I'm sorry, Art. See, Miguel threw me off. I'm all jacked up now. Um, I was having a conversation with our buddy Oct, who is in the chat right now. He says, whoop. Uh, and he said he had never disagreed with me on anything more about the Halloween franchise, at least. And I, I promise you right now, I'm making a promise. I'm going to say some positive things about Resurrection too. I will. I'm right here right now. I'm going to say some positives as well. Now, I'm still going to talk about why I think the movie is crap. But I think there are good things in there. Just like anything. I mean, even look at like, I, I know even if you look at Friday the 13th, people think that Jason Takes Manhattan is one of the worst of the franchise. I actually think Jason Takes Manhattan is arguably in my top three favorite Friday the 13th movies. Not because it's a good plot. It's a garbage movie. Like, I'll admit, it's <laughs> terrible. Like, the plot is stupid. Like, how we end up from Crystal Lake in New Jersey, like, in a lake, a landlocked lake, and then we somehow get on a boat, and magically we're in the Atlantic Ocean heading to Manhattan. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. But there's something just super 80s and super... It's just super... It's one of the most 80s-feeling friday the 13th films or one of the most 80s feeling uh horror films that are out there right now you know what i mean and he, like the scene where he's standing in Times square and like we get the pan around of jason with like the old coke logos and uh all of the retro the signs and the neon it's just it, it looks retro it looks 80s i love it there's something about it i like it's like and, coming to america but for serious jason <laughs> yeah um God, I can't wait till we get to that episode. We're going to do the Friday the 13th at some point, and that's going to be a fun one. That'll be a blast. Um, yeah, I am going to find some positive things to say about Resurrection. So don't, I don't bear with us here. Bear with us because it's going to happen. Um, Miguel, happy season one finale, dude. Happy season one finale, man. I feel like it's taken us forever. This is this season's been going on since mid October. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about like I'd say it's about like four months, right? Six months. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, six months. About. Um, so. Uh, if you want to binge, we have a playlist of all of our episodes. We did, let's see, we did, the the first episode was the watch-along of Halloween 78 and Halloween 2018 prior to Halloween Kills coming out. 
Second episode was Halloween two. Third episode was Hall or was no third episode was um uh it was a it was a fan recommendation. It was a uh, Event Horizon, my guy. Event Horizon. I kept wanting to say Deep Impact, but it wasn't. Uh, Event Horizon with Sam Neill. Um, and then we did four and five. We did Halloween six. Uh, what we oh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was in there. Um, prior to that new film coming out or just after that new film came out so we so season one was pretty cool we tackled all the halloweens we're gonna save uh the producer's cut of halloween six we'll revisit rob zombies films at some point because we've already done commentaries for them one of our earlier episodes i think it was in the first like might have been in the first 10 first 10 or 15 episodes we did of the main show we we talked rob zombies halloweens and kind of like what we would change and things like that um which that was another thing that Oct was disagreeing with me about because in our commentary I flat out said I was like, "Look, I'll and it, I, I, we'll do our ranking after Halloween ends comes out because it's like, why would we rank it and then have another one come out just after that?" But it, it's no secret I think that Resurrection and Halloween Two, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, are like everybody's bottom of the barrel. So yeah, I like Dark Horse of the family. It, it is, but and, and typically people give the Dark Horse award to rob zombies h2 i actually take rob zombies h2 over resurrection and i know that might be blasphemy people are probably going to unsub for that <laughs> but i i would i have to be completely honest with you i would take rob zombies I, I enjoy watching rob zombies h2 more than i enjoy watching this film but we'll get into it we'll get into it so uh let's head on over to the chat joe mama is in the chat what's going on joe he said i really can't wait until the buster rhymes kung fu part happens <laughs> greatest moment in the franchise after ben tramer's death dude you got to go back and listen to our commentary of h2 like 81 h2 because when ben tramer got miguel went holy shit oh yeah bro yeah ben tramer's death was so sudden though yeah look here how can i say this if i had a, if i had to choose which one was like the most uh uh impactful moment for me in the Halloween franchise. I would say Ben Tramer's death over everything in this fucking franchise. Ben Tramer's death was by far the most impactful. Because it was so sudden and it was so like visceral what comes and out like nowhere. sudden. And I just I said sudden twice, but because it was just, I was just so it fucking surprised by it. <laughs> and I was just I was just lost for words, man. So if I had also if I had to say that I had my favorite character in Halloween is Ben Tramer because you feel bad for that man. He is the he yeah. is a victim. He's your the whole favorite movie. character? Yeah, bro. He's, he's not even there. really a character. He's in it for like a, a two minutes at the most. But he's had the most badass death scene I have ever seen in the Halloween franchise. I always think that's it. the funniest thing about that scene is like it's not even him getting hit and like the shock of like of like that just happened. But it's funny because like Loomis is already so done at that point because like people are dying and Loomis can't find Michael. Yeah. And he's already like kind of in shock that he shot him and he just like stood up and walked away. And Brackett's like, is it him? Is it him or not? And he's screaming and Loomis just goes. Oh. <laughs> he, he, he just rubs his eyes like i'm yeah. going to prison <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. so I, it's just it's hysterical man uh the oct is also in the chat he says bring on the hate i'm here to defend this master poop i mean masterpiece and like you said Miguel said see everybody knows it's bad i'm I, i'm i'll listen buddy I'll, I'll defend it with you i'm i i'll still watch it i still I like some things about it. We'll see. Uh, 202 days till Halloween ends. 
4,838 hours till Halloween ends, 290, 265 minutes till Halloween ends, 17,416,000 seconds until Halloween ends. Oct is in here. He is the real MVP uh, giving us these countdowns for Halloween ends, man. Uh, by the way, if you, you have not left do? this, huh? You should do like a countdown right here on the bottom of like you or me until Halloween ends. If that'd that's possible. Cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if StreamYard possible. has that option to do it. I don't know if you can do that on here, but that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. By the way, if you're watching right now, please be sure to leave this stream a like if you have not already. Uh, up to seven likes right now. Helps us out hey. a whole lot. Thanks, guys. Uh, th thank you very much. So first of all, let's talk. Uh, so let's talk some of the production things. I am going to give kind of my, my pluses and minuses because I, I promise you I will. We're going to get there. Uh, and I also have an idea of kind of what I think would have made Resurrection a better movie overall. Um, I, I think for, okay, for me, part of the issue with the movie is that, first of all, the characters are meaningless to me. I could, I could care less about almost every one of these characters in this film. And I'm sorry, but even the way Lori went out, it's just like, really? Like we, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It just feels yeah, very, yeah. It feels very cheap, and part of that is because of what happened with the production. So, red flag number one, uh, Halloween Resurrection came out on July 12th, 2002. July 12th is when this movie was released. Not even, like... It was trying I mean, to be a kind summer of blockbuster, man. It was. It was trying to be a summer blockbuster, which I can appreciate that. I get it. Had a $15 million budget, made $37.6 million at the box office, so just barely... Uh, exceeded its production budget not a whole ton it didn't really do crazy directed by rick rosenthal uh written by larry brand and sean hood and it still blows my mind because like uh rick rosenthal directed halloween 2 and halloween 2 1981 is like one of my favorite sequels i mean i honestly i've probably watched halloween 2 more than I've watched Halloween one in my lifetime, because I love that movie. Like Halloween two is something that like, if I'm working on podcast stuff or if I'm working on, you know, like something for work or if I'm like anything, uh, if I'm working in the movie room, like Halloween two is one of those movies. Like, like, you know, you have those movies or shows that like, you can just put it on and it's yeah, like, you can just, you know, you know, it verbatim, you know, what happens, like, you know, the dialogue, you know, everything about it. And it's like, I can just have it on in the background and enjoy it. Like Halloween Dude, 2 that's is one funny. of those movies for me. But I can also watch it like seriously as a movie and enjoy the hell out of it too. So, I mean, it's kind of like I, either way. Like I, you know. See, that's funny because Beverly Hills Ninja is mine. What the hell is Beverly Hills Ninja? Guys, in the know. comments, if you guys know is. what Beverly Hills Ninja is, please, please uh, give me a like because that I don't is know what a that is. underrated movie. I don't know what that is. Never heard you of that You know before. Chris Farley? Okay, yeah, I know Chris Farley, but I don't know what Beverly Hills Ninja is. He is a lost boy who gets found at a storm, and these uh, ninjas find him, and they raise him. But obviously— They raise Chris Farley? They raise Chris Farley. <laughs> that sounds pretty funny, actually. Yeah, they raise Chris Farley to be a ninja, and obviously he's a bad ninja because, you know, he's Chris Farley. And all of a sudden, he meets someone, and, he, and she needs his help, his ninja skills— so he goes to Beverly Hills Ninja and yeah. does some ninja shit. That sounds fucking hilarious. That's awesome. That actually oh. does sound really funny. I wouldn't mind watching that. <laughs> um, 
So this all started because if you think, uh, if you know anything about the history of the Halloween franchise, so Mustafa Akkad has a, or had, I don't know if it's still in existence, which is kind of a big question for Halloween ends. Uh, there, there, at least there used to be a claw, a legal clause that when somebody was writing a Halloween sequel, you could not kill off the character of Michael Myers. Like it was a rule that that Mustafa Akkad had. You couldn't kill the character. That was it, you couldn't do it. So literally, they already had a plan, kind of behind the scenes, behind Jamie Lee Curtis's back, behind everybody's back. They had a plan to write Michael uh, or to write the ending of H2O with the whole paramedic switcheroo thing. Um, They had that written and they knew they were going to do that chunk of resurrection before they even started filming H2O or at least like during filming of H2O. And they already had planned that they were going to keep a little skeleton crew of people behind to film the paramedic switch scene. So this was kind of a shock to Jamie Lee Curtis. This was kind of a shock to a lot of people. Um, after H2O released, they actually, Dimension, they talked about doing a, a Michael Myers-less sequel, like a Halloween tea, Halloween tea, Halloween 3 type thing. Um, and he actually, Mustafa Akkad actually posted a poll on HalloweenMovies.com asking people what they thought of a sequel with no Michael Myers in it. Like if they were to just keep Michael dead and move on with something else, kind of do the John Carpenter anthology thing. Maybe, I don't know if they were thinking about trying to get him back. Probably not. Cause I think him and a cod had history there. Um, but like what? <laughs> like they posted a poll and I think people were like, no, like we don't want, we don't, we don't want a movie without Michael. So fast forward to August 7th of 99, Prior to there ever being a treatment or a script or thoughts on a director or actors or a storyline, Halloween H2K, Evil Never Dies, which was an obvious play on the whole Y2K scare of 2000, was announced. And there were a few other scripts. There were a few other stories. Nothing really made it very far um, at all. I don't know. Halloween Y2K sounds strange. (laughs) Like, I feel like that'd be like a, it'd be like, he, like Skynet taking over and Michael's like a robot or something like that. Well, I mean, if you think about it back then, like, they wouldn't like have done that in but... like the year 1999, like everyone was scared of Y2K because of the yeah ridiculously uh, naive sense that people had for technology. Yeah. And everyone all of a sudden thinking that, oh shit what do we do after 99? Like, it's like, what's going to happen? Like, are our computers going to shut down? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro, no computers are computers. They're smart. They can understand. Well, and like, we were seeing how numbers go at the time. We were too young to like, for that to like, even like sink in or to understand what was happening. But like, apparently that was a real thing. People were like legitimately like stockpiling food and thought it was going to yeah. be like a Skynet thing. Like, yeah, you know, like computers were just going to, People just thought that, like, you know, computers were going to shut down. They weren't going to work because they were, they, they were confused in regards to the year. They were, they didn't know what – computers yeah. didn't know what zero, zero meant or whatever, blah, 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 blah. They well, thought the even, stock was going to go to shit. And it's like, I think bro, it was like a nuclear thing, too. Like, they thought nuclear codes would, like, you know, whatever, and nukes were popping off. Like, it was just like I, – I think they thought it was going to be, like, an apocalyptic thing. So that was kind of a play on 
that whole fear that was already kind of in society at the time. What? Um, so what's the movie going to be? Is it going to be about Michael Myers <laughs> just being a computer virus? Is he the reason Y2K happened? <laughs> Michael Myers this, becomes Ultron. Yeah, is this Scooby-Doo Cyber Chase, but with Michael Myers? You know what I mean? Like Jamie, no, Jamie Lee Curtis is it. sitting there typing at a computer, and she's like... <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, she, wanted, she was over it. She wanted to end it. She thought H2O should have been the end. She felt mm. that Laurie Strode had her revenge. She killed Michael. That was that. Kaput, done, done. But she only returned to Resurrection under two conditions. They had to keep the plot twist ending of H2O a secret until they actually announced Resurrection. And two, Lori had to be killed off. She was done. She was like, this is, I, I mean, and, and if you look at her performance, I said this in our commentary too. I mean, she looks like she's like, okay, hand me my check. Like she doesn't, I, I don't, she doesn't have the same kind of passion and she, she doesn't, it, it looks like she just cashed it in. And that's nothing. I don't say that as any kind of disrespect to Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I would, I think I would have been the same way. You know what yeah. I mean? You put like your, like you put effort and you put thought and stuff into this story like they did. And then suddenly it's like, eh, <laughs> no says I, never mind. It's like the, the, uh, uh, Newman, what's it? I forget the actor's name in Jurassic Park. I say Newman like Seinfeld, but the guy who plays Newman when he's like, uh uh uh, you didn't say the magic word. Uh uh oh. uh, it's Samuel L. Jackson. Damn this stupid magic crap. <laughs> 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 so I don't know. It just, I, I think it's I, the whole paramedic thing is just kind of like, what? Um, Daniel Fair, that was like, I don't, I, I'm, I had a thought about that because in my head, I was thinking, I was like, so when this movie came out in production and it was like rolling out like H2O, there was that clause saying Michael Myers could not die. So were they only allowed to let that movie go out if they knew that there was going to be another sequel and there was going to be that body switch scene? Well, I think that's why they already had plans of it. I think that's why the plans were already in motion before before the they finished filming H2O. Like, yeah. they already knew they were going to do the paramedic thing. Even if it was kind of a secret, because they were trying to keep it a secret, like, they already knew that that was going to happen. So mm -hmm. it was, it's kind of like, well... I, I wonder I wonder who you know, was all in the... Who was in the know. Like, obviously, yeah. Mustafa Akkad was in it. And maybe the director... I'm sure the director was in it. But, like, anybody else that was, like, <laughs> not in the initial cast... Like, Lori's probably, like, over here celebrating the shit. Like, cheers, guys. Last movie, we killed Michael Myers, and Mustafa Akkad is probably like. Uh... <laughs> he did... <laughs> he, the crew, the crew members got a uh, just a few crew members got an email, and they were like, "Hey, we need to see you in you know wherever, like on set or whatever." And they show up, and it's funny. They're everybody's just sitting in a room, silent, and Akkad's like this. So you're wondering why we've all called you here today. Like, you know so i don't know um so daniel ferens who wrote the script for halloween 6 he actually pitched a script called halloween 8 lord of the dead as loomis would say uh which would have made laurie the villain the evil infects her no. mm. <laughs> i don't know if they would have done it like that but or if she would have just kind of went crazy like jamie. with the, the trauma and the ptsd yeah but jamie never really became the villain though yeah, that was just kind of a plot twist at the end of four when Loomis, oh, you know, he's about to 
straight up shoot a an eight year old girl in the face. That one was the most. That one was probably like the best twist I've seen in a movie. It, that was a honest. good twist. That that's was, probably I mean, the best twist out of the I'm entire sure franchise. In my sitting eyes, sitting in a movie theater in eighty what eighty four, eighty four, eighty five. I'm sure yeah. that would have been like oh. Yeah, that was such a big twist. I'm pretty you sure know? parents were looking at their child like, mm, I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> daughter's dude, like, Mom, can I take a bubble bath? And she's like, No, nah, bitch, you make your own water. Get your own real. suds. If Meeker would have, uh, if Meeker wouldn't have pushed Loomis against the wall, Loomis was about Loomis would have dead ass headshot. He would have like, shot her. <laughs> one hundred point headshot right there. Yeah. I heard dome because Loomis is a good shot. I, I think Loomis is a good shot. I'd Bro, say. when he shot him in the original, when he ran up the stairs, when Michael was chasing or choking Lori, yeah. it was all body shots. He, but it was, he was it only hit. like he was only it like hit. ten feet away. It hit. Like you gotta he, understand. He ran he up the ran, stairs. He could have aimed. Bro, for this him. is this is an eighty-seven-year-old man running up the stairs, automatically thrusting his his gun. Bro, try like forty-five. Bro, I'm just saying. You know how tired you can be when you run up the stairs, bro. I'm 25 and I get tired running up the stairs. Imagine and a 45 year old. Well, and he and, was already running down the street because remember Tommy and Lindsay came out and he already like like he already knew he was like oh he's in there so he was already cocking and like running up to the house. Yeah, like, so he's he's tired. Right. He's tired. That that revolver swaying left and right. And if he's able to get like you know six body shots, that's pretty good for a 45 year old man who is that tired. So you gotta admit, <laughs> you, you think Loomis. You think Loomis up to going up the stairs, seeing a little girl automatically kill his, thinking he killed his his uh, mother? Loomis was just walking up the stairs. His <laughs> See, his we, sight, we, his aim sight was so fucking small that he could easily get a headshot. Yeah. And the first one, his aim bot was like this big because he was so fucking tired, but still got body shots. He's a well, good shot. and he he did have a pretty tiny revolver too, like Malcolm McDowell and Rob Zombie's Halloween bro. That re- he's well, even bro, was- when he get, when he goes to the gun store, he's like. Uh, he he looked at the guy and he's like, the guy's like, what are we hunting? And he's having a conversation with Loomis and Loomis is like, I don't know, uh, that one or whatever. And he picks out the gun or, and he says, well, he says, depending on what you're hunting, he was like, if you want to hurt it, you can use this one. And then he grabs that big, like, like Rick Grimes revolver. And he's like, but if you want to blow its head off <laughs> and bro, he shoots Michael three times. And like, when he shoot, like, like when they're standing at the pool and Loomis is trying to get him to stop walking. Uh, Loomis shoots it when he's like Michael and he's shooting at him or whatever. Michael does go like, oh, like, like it looks like it hurts. I don't know. That said, revolver this... would still do damage though, huh? Loomis, the the original Loomis revolver would still do damage though. It's still a revolver. Yeah, it's a it's a gun, nevertheless. It's yeah, it is a gun. Oh, fuck, it's a gun, dude. Bro, could you imagine if Loomis walked up to the balcony at the end of the original Halloween and like he sees him gone, but instead of being like and like going after him again. He was just like, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> and he just walks away. He just leaves. He's like, I didn't see nothing. He's gone. <laughs> he just leaves, gets to the car and leaves. Um, but we, I don't know, we got off topic. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did. We we got there from talking about Lori being the villain. Uh, so they, they had pitched Lord of the Dead. That was like, nope. I mean, and at this point, it's trying to make a sculpture out of mud. I mean, like, it's not going to happen because the story's too, it's it's dead at this point. Uh, and you say Hall- that, and then all of a sudden, twenty years later, there's an artist that makes a sculpture out of mud, and is like, "Fuck you, Brad." <laughs> um, and you know, it 
it was a respected franchise again. Like I think it kind of went downhill. Like we already talked about, like after six, they were going to do a straight to home video release because six didn't really do all that well. I mean, yeah. like four, four was a big deal. One and two were a big deal. Three was like, uh, four was a huge deal. Five was like, uh, what? And then six, everybody was like, okay, this is over. So H two O was like, oh crap! It's like it's 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 resurrected. <laughs> it's res- you know it's back. Halloween's back. And then they decided to throw Halloween or uh, Michael Myers and Busta Rhymes in a room together because somebody actually thought that was a great idea. Um, another red flag: original titles included. Halloween Homecoming, taking a page out of Spider-Man's book. Halloween H2K, Evil Never Dies. And my personal favorite, Halloween MichaelMyers.com. Was that the YQ2K one? No, but that was just another, like, we got to throw technology in there. MichaelMyers.com, it's going to be the internet, you know. And I'm sure that was a nod to the whole Decker thing. Um, and it's funny because the... Uh, the the trailer for Halloween Resurrection was actually attached to one of my other least favorite sequels on the planet, Jason X. When Jason X came out, which oh, I yeah. listen, listen, I'll I would rather I would rather you strap me to a chair and watch Resurrection for twenty four hours than watch Jason X. The last time I tried to watch Jason X, I had just moved into my house, and. I, I I got a six pack and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie tonight. And I drank a couple beers and I fell asleep about a half hour into Jason X. And I woke up at like 2 a.m. on my couch asleep. And it was on the menu. <laughs> it was on the, like the movie had been over. Like I, I don't enjoy Jason X at all. Like zero. Halloween Resurrections at least got some, uh, some meat to it. But Jason X is just. It's, so, it's straight bone, I guess. If it has terrible. no meat it's to awful. it. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because even Halloween Resurrection, like I, I pulled this, this is a quote from a review, a critic review from the New York Post. Uh, Lou Lemenick, sorry if I said that wrong. Uh, it's so devoid of joy and energy, it makes Jason X look positively Shakespearean by comparison. <laughs> I wouldn't that's go good. that far. I think that's too far. That's I'll, good. Oct, I'm going to stand with you this time, buddy. I think that's way too far. I would not... I would not say that resurrection is that bad. You have to, um, you have to love the word choice that these critics use, though. Know, They're right? fucking great. Positively Shakespearean. Yeah. Like what? Like who says that? Nobody says that. Um. So let's talk about the movie itself a little bit. Uh, what did you think of the whole opening with Laurie? How they Laurie's sent original send off in this franchise? Before Are you Halloween asking me what I thought of it? What did you think of it? I mean, I thought it was a little bit of a waste, if I'm going to be completely honest. It was a complete waste. It was yeah. like the Grand Theft Auto wasted. It was like completely the most wasted character death ever. Yeah. I Because it's like, because like, his her son, completely written off. Oh. It does not exist in this movie. 100%. Yeah. And like, there are no, like, no one is... There was no news or like no news coverage on what just happened. Like you know, headmaster at California State uh, School uh, just decapitated ambulance dude. Like bro, what? Well, they did mention Doesn't... though. Like in like in the hospital, they mentioned like you know at the beginning when the two nurses they go to give her her pill or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, they go to give her her pill, and they're like you know, Lori Strode, like you know, and they're talking or whatever, and they're like, yeah, she. Uh, 
you know, she killed the wrong person and they're, you know, they're having that conversation, but yeah, that, and that's another thing that I don't like. They completely wrote Josh Hartnett out. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying Josh Hartnett's character was like gold in H2O, but I mean, like they completely serve the story, serve the story, wrote him out. Yeah. Uh, honestly, except for that reference, there's really no nod mm. to H2O at all. No, zero. I actually, I, I think the opening is pretty, it, it's shot okay. I mean, it's a cool, it's it's kind of a cool scene. Um, It's the best part of the movie. I think the first, what, 10, 15 minutes is the best part of Resurrection. That and the ending, the beginning and the end, everything in the middle is just kind of like lukewarm potato soup. Like, it's just not good. <laughs> Like, like non-seasoned potato soup. Um, you said the end was good, bro. That shit was trash. The whole, but it's kind of fun. It gets, it gets entertaining. That final showdown. Yeah, that final yeah, showdown between uh, what's her name, Sarah and Busta Rhymes' character, Freddie and like and Michael. Like that's like I. That's the kind of thing. Like I can say that is entertaining. Like I, I can kind of, I can get behind that. Um, the. I I do like that the opening, you know, like when we're introduced to Lori, she she's obviously smart. She knows he's coming. She's waiting all this time, you know, and like we learn about the whole paramedic thing. We see that happening. Uh, We see Michael just kind of walking around. It's weird to think of him just like switching clothes and just being like. And just walking off into the woods, you know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. Strange. It's like it's like how did he get the mask too? Like and all that stuff. Like how did he get the mask back? How did he? Yeah, get the I don't know. Well, it's a different back? mask, but I mean, I don't know. Whatever, you know. Whatever. Again, to my question, why the fuck would you keep bringing out masks like that? That's yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I like I do like that Lori is ready she's waiting like she has a plan she she's acting you know she's even she's got the whole michael thing where she's kind of just like she's just comatose they think she doesn't speak like she even like she to even kill, opens her mouth to, to kill put michael the, you must to p- pretend to be like michael you must be michael <laughs> become the animal become the animal yes <laughs> like she she kind of acts like the um you know, she's got the comatose thing going on. She doesn't speak. Like, she even has to open her mouth to put the pill in. And then she, as soon as the nurses leave. Well, it's funny because she stuffs all the pill. Like, you see, she's got all the pills stuffed in the, in the as you called it, the Annabelle doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> the is the Annabelle, Annabelle doll. doll. Uh, uh, and then she, like, she puts the flat back and she's like. She's sitting there, like petting it, like. Bro, you, you gotta know, think it's, it's every weird. mental institution probably, like after that movie, they probably took every single stuffed animal away from their patients because they're like, <laughs> we don't trust it. They we saw that movie. It. All doctors went. There's something here. I gotta guys. Go. Corporate <laughs> meeting now. But where are you going? I gotta go. Just don't ask gotta me go. questions. I gotta go. Uh, I'm glad the Ock brought it up, even though it was kind of corny. I like the character of the the patient obsessed with serial killers that Michael handed the knife to. Yes, that was another really cool thing. Um is the the guy i forget exactly what his name was the guy who he there's a patient there and i apparently he frequently escapes so that's fine because the you know the the security guards outside he's oh the shit yeah you're and he right. just walks Holy in he's fuck. like whoa that's what are you pretty good he's like he's like what are you doing out here man and he's like he's like i'm so and so murdered six people 1940 it's like the guy's like you need to get back inside i'm like bro you just 
it's just easy for him to walk out is it like yeah, he can yeah. just get out of his room that simply like come on and i mean he's not violent he doesn't look you know he he seems Bro, like he an okay guy he he embodies yes but he killers. himself doesn't seem like a serial killer though he yeah i think it's more of an killer whatever he uh he, he's kind of funny because like he he's always saying some dumb crap you know like like they're trying to have a conversation with him or something and they're trying to the guy's like you know you can't be doing this you can't and he's just like used a knife to sever the thing you know and he's he's just kind of like spitting off weird stuff um bro i would have hey how would a haymaker to jaw right there <laughs> the security guard as soon as you see you turn around and see him uh, yeah because he's fucking weird but yeah that scene alone was pretty good too i like it was I liked that scene. He, he was pretty cool and i liked the i like the scene when he finds him out there because obviously you're thinking it's michael and mm-hmm. that's when Lori looks out the window and sees him sees michael standing there in the bushes and she's like okay it's time let's do this um she said the, she said she said hit that bell doll ding we going <laughs> another round bitch she she looks out the window and goes and michael's like i didn't hear no bell <laughs> what's well, and you know that we get the scenes there's one thing i don't like about the opening and it's when michael it's when michael gets to the uh when he gets to her door after mm-hmm. she is like put the pillows and she makes it look like she's laying in bed with a doll, but she's not. And she, before she hits him with the lamp, when Michael like walks up to her door, they could have done it as a camera effect where the camera is shaking to kind of symbolize like, like he's breaking the door down. But instead they literally just took the frame, like in post-production and was like, Oh, Oh, Oh. And it's like really terrible sound effects to where it's just like, I mean, it, it, it looks really dumb. Like what I just did with my with my computer looks better than what it was <laughs> in the movie. And the it's like the most the cheapest set like <sighs> before the door opens or whatever. It sounds really bad. Um, but I like when she hits him and starts running. Um, Bro, Michael's arch nemesis isn't Laurie Strode. It's blunt objects. <laughs> it's blunt force trauma. Yeah. My man's been hit so hard recently. <laughs> and he's fallen off of uh, balconies. So Yeah, like, Jesus, Dave. <laughs> but she runs up to the roof, and it is kind of cool. Like, I like it when he walks out on the roof, and he's kind of standing. Like, the her her hospital gown is thrown over the balcony. So and he's like, he even kind of walks up, and he goes, like, whoa, really? Like, is she being, is she playing? Bishy, you noticed, you know, you noticed she, there was. I feel like the nurses mentioned that she does get on the roof sometimes, yeah. And I like that. They what is this that mental because, hospital? Yeah, I was like, they got free reign of this, bitch. like, you let the patients just wander out on the roof, I guess so. Because I thought, well, nevertheless, I like the fact that the they mentioned it, so it made sense to why, right? That was uh, good. Lori had that booby that. trap set for Michael. Right. And I like when he's standing there kind of confused and she kicks the door and slams it behind him. And she's got she's got the remote and the rope and she says, hello, Michael. And like, like, that's kind of a cool scene. And then she hits that's it. like the Karen scene where like she was like, gotcha. And yeah. the light just flash. Yeah. Yeah. And like or I dude, that's a cool scene in 18 when he he rounds the corner and she's sitting there. She's like, mom, I can't do it. And he rounds the corner and she goes, gotcha. And she's standing there with a the rifle and she, that's when she shoots him. That's pretty cool. And then, um, my, but and this, then Lori comes out and is like, happy Halloween. Michael. Like, bro, yeah. the buck, this place is I know, it's like, cheesy lines. I know. Then we had to ruin it with that line. Um, but 
that is kind of a cool scene and it's like and he fought bro when she he acts like that rope like jerked him he could have just he could have easily just went like oh and lifted his leg out of that rope but instead he like looked at it until it grabbed around his ankle and he was like <laughs> it was it, he acted like it ripped it out from under him and it was just like slowly pulling him up and he went <laughs> on the pavement and like she lifts him up upside down i did think it was kind of cool when he started doing that stuff like like oh try God, like froze for a second well it start <laughs> it it shows that he is smart like he was he knew that he could get in her head because of the paramedic thing and oh yeah it's like i have to be sure and she walks up and she i don't like when she's like are you afraid to die, Michael? I'm not afraid of you. Are you afraid of me? And Bro, it's just, I'm kind of like, I hate it. How like, you're so close to like finishing off your arch nemesis. I know, right? And you decided to do a fucking monologue. That always That's irritates for villains. me too. Yeah. That's for that villains, dog. That always irritates me too. Yeah. Like, like, I don't, I don't, like it doesn't like make sense. You're literally holding the knife. Obliterate him. Like yeah. while he's upside down, and like, like you don't need what, to what do you have to lose? Monologue. What do you have to lose <laughs> with making the wrong mistake again? Nothing. Yeah, you're already you in, got nothing. In you're already there. Institution. So it's like if you fucked up again, guess what? Just walk back to your room. That's it. Like I don't know yeah. what else to tell you. <laughs> that then she could sit and say, I don't know what happened, but how'd your door yeah. break? I I was in bed asleep. I I you it drugged was, me. Remember? It was a serial killer guy. <laughs> it was old boy that can't, couldn't talk about serial killers. It was that yeah. guy. I don't know, but she, she's got to talk him to death, apparently, when he's hanging there upside down, and he does his whole I love you. He does his whole thing, and he grabs her. I always thought it was strange. <clears throat> After he grabs her and they fall off the roof, first of all, my man's got unreal strength, because he we even forgot to mention this, the two security guards when he when he kills the security guards, the, the guy who's sitting at the, he's like, I didn't eat my dinner. And he's like, well, hurry up the two. He's at the vending machine. He does his whole, I'm just going to lower myself oh, down yeah. from the, <laughs> from the ceiling again. He does that. I, whole love, thing. I love how they added that note in, in this and again, in this movie, because it's like, yes, that was a good scene. It's a pretty cool scene. I gotta be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, I actually, he looks, I actually like, he looks like an alien from like, uh, the Ridley Scott movies. Yeah, you know What's how they cool? like go over the the shaft and they get behind them. Like that's pretty yeah. cool. That's actually a pretty cool scene and a pretty suspenseful kind of like ooh, cool like horror scene because like the ser- the the security guards the security guards the security guards walked out like the guys at the vending machine. He hears the scream and he walks in and the room is empty. Like there's nobody there, and he opens the washing machine. The dude's head is inside of it, and when he gets scared and backs up he bumps into Michael and then when he turns around that's when you know he killed him whatever um but i my man's got some he 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 must hit the gym constantly because even when Michael and Lori fall off the roof he just goes <laughs> he's just he's just like one arm and it just hanging there he's got her stabbed with a knife and he's just like holding them both up with one arm like yep He's not even breathing heavy either. That's what gets me. My man's been lifting boulders in the cave before yeah, right? the sequel. Like he's just been sitting there just hanging out. But it's weird because like she like she's stabbed. It's like it's the shock that he just actually killed her. But it's funny because she I always thought it was strange. Like he's still her brother in this timeline. Mm-hmm. 
he's her brother and she kisses him on the lips of the mask which is weird mm-hmm. and she that's when she's like i'll see you in hell and that's when he like like sticks that like pulls the knife from her so she like falls or whatever but i just i always thought it was strange that he kissed her i'm like why'd you kiss him you gotta you yeah gotta, that you was a little to, weird you try to talk him to death with your words and then you're gonna kiss him on the mouth when that was that your was brother on the mouth that was jamie lee curtis's like final to the franchise <laughs> Yeah, it was a final F you to the franchise. Like, this is what you get. No. This this is the performance you get for lying to me in the last movie. Michael was going to savor it a little bit. He was going to keep her, like, sitting there dangling on the knife. And, and as soon as she kissed him, he was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Steps he says, far. he says, yeah, he said, killing people, I'm I'm okay with that. But incest, I, I draw a line. <laughs> we, we don't we do not do that here. Yeah. Uh, and it's I'm funny. Glad that's, a universal, did... uh, that's a universal no. Even with serial killers. Well, he doesn't even like, like he doesn't even like get his other arm up to pull himself up. He just goes mm-hmm. and pulls himself back up on the roof. It's like Bro, what? my man's lats. The yeah. he had fucking wings and those coveralls, dog. <laughs> Could you imagine it's like it's like when he gets like back to the Myers house or whatever and he takes his coveralls off, he's just like fucking like, Chris Bumstead in this rip. bitch. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like the whole strong man thing. Um but so that's when he goes and he hands the knife to you almost think he's going to kill him for a second. And he just turns and hands it to the guy. And it's funny because the guy's got the clown mask on and he's like, Oh, Michael Myers. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever killed his older sister, October, whatever, 19 or October 31st, 1964, <laughs> you know, and he's going through the whole thing and he's just sitting there talking. His, his monologue is kind of cool though. Like when Michael's yeah, yeah. walking down the long corridor and he's just getting like smaller and smaller walking and when he's like, you know, uh, whatever, Hillcrest Academy, 19, 1998. <laughs> and now he's back. And that's when the theme kicks in. That's kind of cool. I will yeah. say, I dig that. Like, that was a really cool moment. Um, and then it's all downhill from here. Yeah, which, yeah, it is downhill. But that brings me to my first thing. Oct, we're here. This brings me to my first thing that I like about Halloween Resurrection. The theme... And a lot of the music, I think it's better than the the theme in Halloween H2O. I think it's one of the better themes of the franchise. It's got more of a, it, it feels more synthy, kind of like the original did. It's got the choir. It's got the like choir thing going on in the background, but it feels piano. It feels synthy. It feels a little bit more John Carpenter than like they went full blown orchestra in H2O. And it felt a little, it felt a little 90s-ish, you know? Like, it felt kind of like, ah, uh, it's a little too much. So, the theme was one of the things that was better. Um, another thing that I actually really like about H2, or about uh, Resurrection, I think Michael is better than he is in H2. Actually, I know. I think he's a lot better in Resurrection than he is in H2O. First of all, the Brad Laurie, who played him in Resurrection, I think he moved a little bit more, like, in the original, how he moved. You know what I mean? He didn't yeah. he didn't move quite as like like quite as quickly and strange, you know? Like at that point when he's chasing Josh Hartnett and Molly in H2O, um like Josh hits him with the or John, excuse me. John hits him with the rock and when he sits up he's just like and he goes and what like he just he moves very He's not like adrenaline running right there. Yeah, adrenaline like he's, driven. He's kind of spazzy, and I yeah. like that it was a little bit more liquid. He just kind of walks around. He's never in a hurry. He's got kind of more of a brooding thing to him, you know. 
Michael is a lot better. The other thing is the eyes. You don't have. That's true. You don't have eye holes that are like eight inches wide on the mask this time, which looks good. A lot of the the cinematography and the way it's shot, like there are some cool shots of Michael in this movie, especially in his house where you get like the blue moonlight lighting. Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. More to the original, and you see him kind of walking in and out of light. Like that's cool. There's a lot of there. There are good things. Like uh, Michael has done really well in this movie, especially the the later shots when we see him in his house. There's some cool shots of him. I, I'll I'll say that. So, um, let's see those some positives right there. There you go. And we haven't, we haven't been overly negative yet. No, I think I've done a pretty good job. We haven't been overly negative. It's just until we start we're, talking uh... about like the, the rest of the plot. <laughs> I know. The last seventy percent of the movie, we're not yeah. there yet. Uh, the Ox says yes. The score of Resurrection is banging. I used it in the Michael Myers fan film I made. Dude, you made a Michael Myers fan film. Bro, like, since dude, we gotta, work, son. we got, yeah, we gotta watch that. We gotta, we definitely gotta do that. We want to do that too with this show. Like, we we were talking the other night about some of the stuff we can do for like future seasons of Purely and Simply Evil, like, and doing some of the fan films. Um, it'd be fun to just do a season and just do fan films of some of this stuff because they're, good lord, we could do ten seasons of fan films for all these horror franchises. Like, yeah, there's yeah. and there's some good ones. Like, like I'm not talking like go film in your backyard. Like, there's some good fan films out there. Um, Andy Fano, what's going on, man? He says, hey, boys, I haven't seen this one in some time, but I will admit to not hating it as much when I watched it years again after seeing it theatrically. The Mask and Michael are definitely better than H2O. I did watch H2O again recently, and it's one of my least favorite in the series. See, I don't know, man. There's something I like about H2O. Like, I mean, it's not <clears throat> it's not perfect. It's got issues. Like, I'll, I will be the first to admit, H2O has its issues. And it's, it's, it's one of my favorite movies. But it's my least favorite Michael. I can't stand Michael in H2O. I mean, it's just, it doesn't seem, he doesn't look scary. He doesn't look anything like he did, you know, in some of the original sequels. Like the eyes aren't blacked out, at least in this one. The eyes aren't like a hundred percent blacked out. Like, uh, let me get the thumbnail pulled up. Like the thumbnail, like you can still kind of see it like in the light from the fire, but at least it's not like, I mean, he's not he's not just going like, bro, I don't know why, but these guys right here are so distinctive. No. What? The I yeah, don't know what really this called. I don't yeah. know what this called from the nose down to his like cheeks. Those are so distinctive, too. It looks like his... he's smelling something really. It's, it's like he smells <laughs> something bad. He's smelling himself, bro. He hasn't showered in 20 years, bro. You don't know that. Maybe that's why he got a new fucking coveralls because he probably just washed it. I don't know. Bro, his, He's probably smelling Lori's acting skills in that in this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not her acting skills. He's he's smelling Busta Rhymes. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, he does look like he's smelling like a really terrible fart right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, oh, let me go back. Uh, he oh, Indie Phantom, those damn eye holes. I'm watching Psycho Three again right now. That's a full Giallo slasher, and I love the speedy pace and sleaze. I've actually never seen the third Psycho. I th- I've only seen one and two, so we'll have to do those at some point. My wife loves Psycho. She that's her. Well, my wife is kind of tied between The Shining and Psycho. I think for her favorite movie, but or horror film. But she actually really liked. Um, she likes the Hitchcock stuff a lot. Uh, well, Rear Windows in there too. Man, there's so many movies we got to watch, my girl. I'm so okay. hyped. This is gonna be cool. Um, We've been doing this for six months with this show, and I'm still excited about it, which is a good sign. Um, uh, what was I about to say? Uh, oh, she really enjoyed Halloween 2018, too. 
like a lot actually she asked to watch it uh every halloween um indie phantom also says i think resurrection suffers mostly from the internet angle uh but you but you make me want to see it again yeah i don't know that's not the part that bothers me it's more the characters and the just writing off of lori that that just kind of like it just feels like what are you doing um the uh, here's the link to my 11 minute fan film um, thank you where buddy where's the link i'm not seeing it yeah throw it in there again oct i'm trying to yeah i'm not seeing it i'm scrolling but i don't see it so yeah just throw it in there again man and we'll we'll look at your channel too we'll we'll find it at some point um so this is when we're introduced to uh the college students we're introduced to sarah we're introduced to um uh, i forget their names i know her name is sarah but the uh her friend, which is um, who Katie Sackhoff plays, uh, Jen, yeah, Jen, um, Katie said, which Katie Sackhoff was a pretty popular actor right then, you know what I mean? Like for the 90s, she was a pretty, she was a pretty happening actor at the time. Um, and you had kind of some of the other characters and stuff, you had Bianca Colic in there too. I, she, uh, playing Sarah, um, just kind of like actors that were around then you know uh, not even to mention Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks you know um which I don't know was Busta Rhymes like that hot of an actor of a of a rapper in the 90s yeah he's about as popping as a LL Cool J was that like I mean is that why you think they wanted to throw LL Cool J and Busta Rhymes in there yes yeah that's pretty much why I'm not gonna lie ever I don't I've I'm not really a I, I like some rap but like I was I don't really know any of Busta Rhymes song other than that song that he's, I, I that video of him sitting there when he's going, oh, and he's like doing the whole, I look at me now. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but I, and I could not, every time I got to say it, I got to go with it. Yeah. I can't do it either. You used to, you used to be top. If you could do it, you were top shit. You're getting all the girls in fucking middle school. I remember people doing it in middle school. It was like a shout, like when Vine was a thing, like early, we were around when Vine had like just come out like what it was almost a decade ago now but yeah i remember in middle and high school man when vine had just come out that was a thing it was like one of the it's like a tiktok challenge like tiktok is the new thing now like when vine was the thing they were uh um like that was a challenge if you could wrap it like you know so that was kind of pretty much yeah um Psycho Three is basically up the baits crazy. Uh, up the baits crazy. Slice the runtime and make the kills more graphic. I think you guys will be big fans. Yeah, man, we'll have to watch it. I'll we'll have to check out that. I, I like the original Psycho. I don't like it as much as my wife does. It. I appreciate it for what it is. I mean, it's just it's a different. You know, it was a different time. It was a different. It was a much different thing. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen X. I'm uh, I'm back in friggin' lockdown, so I didn't get to see the Batman either. Uh, we. I did. I haven't seen X. I actually would like to. I've heard interesting things, um, but we did see the Batman, and the Batman is extraordinary. It's it's really really good. We were both really big fans of the Batman. Um, I don't hate on the Busta Rhymes, but I actually like when characters try to pick fights with the slashers. Yeah, that's kind of cool too. Uh, holy crap! I and totally forgot tell. about Vine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Part of oh J Dead's in the house, man. He says, "Yo, what I miss besides everything?" <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're so we've talked about the opening of the movie. We've talked about the production. Uh, Oct is a little mad at me right now because I'm 
Terran Re- well I tore Resurrection apart and I'm doing better right now I'm doing better right now and I purposely am trying to find things that I like about Resurrection but I Jaded tell me tell us what you think because we've been kind of talking about it in the chat and on the show um, would you pick you, you can only let one exist and this is kind of a question for everybody whether you're listening after the fact whether you're listening right now with us live 53 minutes in be sure to leave this episode a like if you haven't already if you had to erase Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 or Halloween Resurrection from existence, which one would you erase? Jesus. I would erase Resurrection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate it, but I would. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to erase either one of them because they're a part of the franchise, but I <laughs> I, I would have to pick Rob Zombie. And I know, look, I know I'm I am perfectly acceptable being in the minority on that one. I, I I'll accept that. I get it. Because, I, I mean, I don't think Halloween 2 is a great movie. I'm not saying that H2 is, like, my favorite. It's not. It's it's definitely at the bottom. Um, and his first movie was way better. But I there's just something about it feels more it feels more in line with what came before it. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I can take that. Uh, so this is when we're introduced to all the characters at the college. And we're kind of introduced to the competition with Dangertainment on an internet reality show because of course we gotta we have to very throw internet that internet age. in there we gotta get very internet age it was kind of the beginning of when internet was starting to really take over mm-hmm. and cell phones were getting hot and it was just it was that late 90s early 2000s like the walkie-talkie phones had just become the thing and all that stuff you know what it, dude you remember the walkie-talkie phones from when we were no. a kid no you don't remember walkie-talkie uh, dude there was a point in time my entire family had the walkie-talkie like you didn't have to like dial somebody you would just pick up your phone and be like like you just walk like pick a name and walkie-talkie somebody on your phone like oh yeah i do kind of remember that yeah bullshit. like like we had like we, we lived in florida at the time and, like we had family like we were in south florida but we had like really south like miami we were up we were up north um and like we would walkie-talkie them back and forth like it's just it, it was just like a weird technological advancement time which is funny because if you look at where technology is now like it wasn't really su- i mean for where we had been it was super advanced but yeah, not, yeah you know not uh not super super um not super super advanced uh but that's kind of where the whole internet sh- reality show thing with freddie and nora which was tyra banks's character um the the body cameras and stuff like that you had just had when did uh that's a good question when did blair witch come out um blair witch project 1999 so that had already happened and you know the whole thing about the blair witch project right yeah yeah like like if you don't know the blair witch project this this ties in with kind of what we're talking about with this era um the blair witch project was uh actually so when the Blair Witch Project came out, they marketed that they were whoever came up with the marketing plan was genius for the Blair Witch Project because they marketed that movie like it was like they really found this footage of these people being murdered and this weird paranormal crap happening out in the woods and yeah, people like thought it was people thought it was real movie yeah yeah like that's they thought the it was real people came out. that's why like I remember I was. I was probably in I was probably in seventh grade the first time I watched that movie. And uh I remember my dad, like I we were it was listen, video rental stores were still a thing. 
So if that tells you how long, yeah, I like we were we went to. I didn't even have a blockbusters. I had a movie rental store. It wasn't a blockbuster. It was something else. I don't remember what we even had. We we lived in Kentucky at that point, Um, but we went we went and we rented and they had it there. And I was like, I've never seen this, but I hear about it. Is it good? It was kind of after I had already gotten into horror, and they were like, and he was like. You know, it was really scary the first time you see it. And then after you realize it's all fake and after you watch it again, you're like, wow, this sucks. And I remember I watched the Blair Witch Project and I was like. The first time or the second time? The first time. I didn't really like it. And it's been it's been over a decade since I've seen the Blair Witch Project. It's been a long time. But I remember just kind of being like, what? Like, it, it, there's no... It doesn't show anything. Like it leaves almost everything to your up to your imagination. You yeah. know, you hear like things, that. but you don't actually see it. You all literally all you see is this. That's all you see: people running through the woods and screaming. That's the movie, and then it just kind of ends. Um, yeah, Indie Phantom even says, "Yeah, that flick was a phenomenon. It really was. That like that movie scared the crap holes out of people. Um, whatever crap holes are." <laughs> Uh, but kind of going back to the resurrection thing, it was like that technology was a thing. It, it, I think resurrection was a way for them to do the closest thing to found footage without actually doing found footage. You know what I mean? In other words, it got very meta. It did. And this is one of the, this, honestly, yeah. this is probably, well, it's probably like next to like scream is probably one of the most meta films out there. I would say. I I I think H2O might be a little bit more meta just because of all the references to Scream and to Psycho. Yeah, but this I get is that. a close this is a close yeah. thing. I mean they're on like the same they're on the same field. Eight, listen, it was H2O... it was just the fact it was just the fact that they were trying to like recreate like or like try to scare the teens by Buster Rhymes dressing up as Michael Myers. Yeah. Trying to dress up well, as the serial killer. I was like, mm. And that was a whole play on the reality thing too, though. Like reality yeah. TV was that was another dude. Boy, the two thousands were a hell of a time. Like yeah, reality yeah. TV was starting to be a big thing too. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I get kind of the plays on it. I think H two O was more of a H two O was more of a meta film because of the references to horror and to movies, and like all of the references to Psycho and having Janet Lee in the Psycho car and having. Uh, and having, you know, all the references and the music for Scream and all that stuff. Like, it was more meta in that. Resurrection is more meta for, like, pop culture and, like, what was going on in pop culture at the time. Like, having Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks in there and the whole internet thing and having the, you know, the reality TV and the the body cams and that stuff. So, like, I, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, so, got, I don't know. Like, that's... it was mainly, like, connecting, like, reality to, to this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, it was, like, they were, no, it was pretty much trying to, like... It was trying to like uh, collect like box office tickets or like tickets yeah. just because it had characters like Buster Rhyme and mm-hmm. and Tyra Banks in it. Like that was just like a money money cash right there. Not right. saying that they're bad actors. I'm just saying like if you have someone as influential as them in a movie in a horror movie of that, then yeah, it's gonna collect some sales. Yeah, like, I you're, agree. You're you're a guaranteed generating sales right there. Right. Um. But, you know, we're introduced to the college kids and they, you get that really weird scene where they're sitting there talking about Dangertainment and Sarah's uh, emailing, emailing, she's sitting there emailing Deckard um, and that guy walks in and he's like, don't do it. 
Don't go there. That house is haunted. He walks his halls. He slept there. He murdered her nude mm. in the upstairs. And he's being all creepy or whatever. Bro, and he grabbed, like, her panties are sitting there, like, like hang drying. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah when he, was, when he, he walked the up. Most, and like, he... <laughs> side character ever. Like, he just came out of nowhere. Well, I he feel kept like, out of nowhere. Like, and he's like they were, like, video, they were, like, doing that scene. And then this random kid popped up and started doing shit. And they were like, keep it. I guess keep it in. <laughs> well, he grabs her underwear and he's like, by the way, who the fuck keeps her underwear <laughs> hanged next to the fucking door? I don't know. He grabs her underwear and he's sitting there and he's like, he walked its halls. Ma! Ma! And she, Katie Sackhoff goes and pushes him out the door. I'm like, what kind of college do you go to? Like, right? what is this? You know, very strange. Um, I know. You, thank you guys for moving in the chat, man. That's freaking awesome. Love it. Uh, J-Dead, we're going to catch up real quick. J-Dead says, okay, it would be Rob Zombie's H2, but for the first 20 minutes, uh, hospital scene is so freaking awesome. If it wasn't, uh, if that wasn't in it, I'd erase Rob Zombie's H2. So I got to, we got to erase resurrection. There we go. J-Dead's with me. Sorry, Oct. Love you, buddy. (laughs) Um, uh, the Oct says the main character chicken resurrection actually didn't have a good scream in reality. So if all of her screams in the movie were dubbed. Yeah. I, I, now that you say that. That's true. That's yeah, fucking scream. hilarious because yeah. her scream is the reason why she got chosen. That is true. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's fucking that's stupid, actually, dude. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it that that makes sense now that you say that. Um, uh, let's see, c c c c c c c c. J Dad, my positives for resin are reser- for rich. <laughs> my positives for resurrection are soundtracks awesome. Myers mask looks good. The idea of an overnight live stream in the Myers house was a cool concept. Some good kills. That's about it. Um, the Ox says. By the way, I sent my link to my fan film twice in the chat. So if you guys can't see it, I'll send it on social media later. Yeah, it's not like it's not even like popping up. Like it's not, it's not in here. So. Um, so you'll have to let us, uh, you'll have to send it to us on Instagram. Um, Andy Phantom says cannibal Holocaust is even more meta. And I think that oh was a big God. influence. I know Wes Craven's new nightmare is also super meta and really good. I've okay. I've never seen cannibal Holocaust, but I know that's one of those movies. that's like banned. Like it's like, it's, it's pretty hardcore. So like, I, I actually have a, where is it? I have this book. I got this book when I was a kid. Um, 101 horror movies you must see before you die. And Cannibal Holocaust is, it is in here. I, I forget where. Um, let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find what page it's on. I think. Let's see. Hold on. Give me a second here. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Oh my God. What? What kind of fucking movie is this? Cannibal Holocaust? Yeah, two sixty five, dude. I've never seen it. I don't really know that much about it, but I know it's talked about <clears throat> as like one of the craziest, uh, just one of the craziest movies ever made. Like, it looks like it looks like in like something Inferno. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the Green Inferno, dude. I can't do the Green Inferno. Yeah, there's something about fun. it. I, I can't lie. do it. I can't. There's something about like yeah. uh, native cannibal cannibals that like really yeah. just like go Hannibal on you. Yeah, that's bi- that's basically what it is. And I think it's Italian horror too, which is Italian horror is hardcore, dude. Um yeah, 19 Yep, it's Italian. 1980 came out 1980. Like look at that, bro. Not safe for work, by the way. 
Jesus, yeah, dude. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. I listen. I can't. I I can't do. Uh, I can't do Green Inferno. There's there's something about it. I've tried. It's it, a it's a sense it's, of like you you like I know movies kind of give you like a sense of like uh, what's it called unease because you can't get out like like no escape. I know some slashers try to do that, but bro, Green Inferno really just makes you feel helpless. It just, like there's it, nothing it, you can do. It makes me. Uh... I don't know. It, it makes me just, I don't know. It, it makes me cringe inside. I, I can't do it. Jay dead says cannibal Holocaust is crazy. It's a hard one to stomach for me. Yeah. Well, I think they actually like all the animals that died. They were actually like killing animals and killing pigs and dogs and whatever else, like on screen. Like that's too, like, I can't, I can't do that. That's too much. We're, we're getting too, we're getting too crazy. Uh, Andy Phantom cannibal Holocaust is on shutter, not banned. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean banned as in like, I shouldn't have said ban. That was the wrong terminology. Like kind of one of those taboo things. Like people don't really talk about it all that much. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's almost too, it's too far over, you know, I can't, I don't know. I can't do stuff like that. That's too, it's too far. I'm the same way with, um, hostile. I can't do hostile. I can't. There's something, there's something about it where it's like, we're not, it's we're not even trying to be scary anymore it's just torture porn like it's yeah i i can't i can't do stuff like that i don't know i don't know what it is and i love horror man i i adore horror films but i I, there's there's like a there's a cutoff point where i'm like okay we're we're kind of crossing a line we're getting a little far uh to lighten things up jay did keeps his underwear hanging on his rear view (laughs) you you go to get ready for work and you walk out just butt naked you're like like when you get in your car to leave um so yeah, we're introduced to the college kids. We're introduced to what dangertainment is with the whole reality thing and what they're doing. Um, basically, they have to spend the night in Michael's house with body cams. And, you know, obviously they have some surprises set up. Like we know uh, um, Freddie is going to go dress up as Michael. And that's when we get the whole, I'm Michael Myers scene, you know, which we're going to get to that in a minute. That makes me so mm-hmm. angry. And of course, so we were introduced to the house. And I got to say, I'm, I like the fact that the Myers house actually looks like the Myers house. I mean, it's not identical, but it like, I believe that that is the Myers house more than I believe Halloween five or Halloween six is the Myers house. Halloween five, especially Halloween five. It became, I guess it decided to change and it became like a mansion at some point in Halloween five. It was weird, but uh, you know, that's like you said about the scream thing. Like here, part of my issue with the characters is that like, they're just, the characters are so worthless to me. Like there's just no, there's really there's no sense good. of like connection towards them. Yeah. Like I don't feel anything. Like I, I kind of accept that they're there to die. Um, Sarah is really the, even Katie Sackhoff's character. Like she, she's kind of annoying. Some of the dialogue and some of the way she is like when they're in the house and they're kind of starting to like, you know, build relationships and interact and stuff. And, you know, the guy, the guy's just real into her and she's like, or she, she goes to lift up her shirt and she's like slowly lifting up her shirt. And then she puts it like, it's just the way they are. It's just like, it's very like, I'm a 20 year old and I like to party. I'm in college. Like it, it they're just worthless characters. Very American pie ish. Pretty much. They have, pretty much they like have. the American pie <laughs> cast into a, like a horror slasher. Pretty much. Yeah. They have no, uh, 
worth to me. They have no depth to their character. If, I mean, Sarah is the one that you could say, I guess, is even Deckard, who is the guy at the party who's helping her, like, who's who's sending her beeper, who's on her beeper, and he's like, he's coming up the stairs. He's outside. He's in, you know, he's wherever. Um, so that, like, that's kind of odd, too. Um, let's talk about the Myers house a little bit, because do you... Let me ask you guys a question. I, I know my thoughts. Do you like the idea that he's just living there? Like he's got a bed and he's eating the rats. And no, I like, hate it. I just, I don't know. It's too much. Like we don't need to see that. I mean, that's fine, I guess. I mean, he's got to eat something. He's still a human. He's got to sleep at some point. But like, I just think it's odd that. I don't. I think it's odd. It just that, like it, it shows like half eaten rats. Like and... you're, you're showing a part of Michael that doesn't really need to be shown. A- Amen. That is perfect. Like we don't need to see his bed mm-hmm. and his sheets mm-hmm. and where he sleeps and where he craps. Like we don't need to see that. Like I don't want to yeah. see that. You're kind of humanizing see... something that doesn't need to be humanized, pretty much. Exactly. I don't want to see rats with bites taken out of them and like, gr- like, no, man, we don't need to see that. Like that's gross. Um, like it's uh, even besides the fact it's gross, it's just too much. It, it, it humanizes him too much. You know, at that point, Um, you might as well have shown his face because you showed him everything else. Like that, that's all that was left was just seeing his face. That was it. Yeah. You know, what really always bothered me. And it really took me until this last time to be like, well, they probably set that up. Freddie and the Dangertainment people probably set it up. When I used to watch resurrection, when they're going through the kitchen, and there she opens the cabinet and she finds like fresh spices from you know from walmart in there and she sees like fresh spices and she's like somebody's been living here or you know whatever and i'm like you mean he you tell me he's putting some rosemary and thyme on his rats like he, he's gonna salt and pepper him he's he's got to put some seasoning some garlic powder some paprika like really but it kind of took me a second and like i i guess you could kind of almost write that off as like well they were trying like Freddie and Tyra Banks and those people, they were trying to leave little hints of like stuff like that they would find on purpose to be like, well, he's still living here. You know, he's still, you know, whatever, just to make it scary, even though they didn't know that Michael was actually still living there. So I don't know. Like it just, yeah. J dead said it perfectly. He said, Nope, we should never know where Myers is living. He should be like a spirit that just shows up around Halloween that vanishes after perfectly said. Yeah. That's exactly he, he's an enigma. He's a as Dave McCray says, he's not a he's not a he is a person. You know, he's a person, but it's almost like he just he he's a he's a force. He's not a you know, he he's not a slasher. He's not a serial killer. He's just a force of nature, you know, and that's kind of where he should live. Um, so I don't I don't know. Uh, he should live in the darkest corners of your mind. Yeah, and I also didn't like about the house where we kept finding little things like the. Uh, I, I really didn't. Well, you know, like all those little things that you would find were things that they that Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks like planted. Planted and, there, and, yeah, yeah, like they planted them. Like that was supposed to be the whole getup. Well, but, and that was what... fine. Ish. Because it didn't really bother me all that much because it was like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe. But then, like, it was the actual, like, showcase of, like, where he actually lives is what really threw me off. Like, I was more bothered by that than all the other little trinkets and clues that they found. Yeah, I mean, that bothered me. But even, like, some of the, like, when they open the pantry and, like, the the baby, the baby tray comes out. I forget what yeah. it is. Forgive me. 
uh, <laughs> they said the baby the, seat. The yeah, like the and it's got like chains and shackles yeah. and like they find shackles in the basement and stuff. And it's just like, did they really plant that there, or are they implying that he was crazy and his parents used to shackle him up in the basement or strap him down to a chair? Like I like. Like there's a there's a little like like the little like two two of you on each other like the little the good side of me the little angel side of me is like nope that Freddie and them planted that there it's not real but then there's another part of me that's like are they really trying to imply that he was a weird kid because like I mean obviously abused? in the in the uh, or like he was abused like in the um in the the 2018 timeline in Halloween Kills like they even got the little things like you know. You know, he used to pull the wings off of butterflies and like, you know, when they say he was a weird kid and he was strange, but like, it's scarier though. Like the whole thing is scarier because he was a normal kid until that night when he killed Judith. Like there was nothing yeah, weird like, about him until then. I don't know what it is. So if they're really, what it is about like, um, about like trying to like make him seem like a troubled kid back then, because you almost then sympathize with him, which is why yeah. Rob Zombie's, uh, uh, Michael Myers, you, you almost kind of sympathize with Michael, mm-hmm. and that's not really what you want. It's right. much more scary to have like some some kid that seemed fine, did not you know raise any any concern, and then all of a sudden snap. Kind of like yeah. Hawkins' partner. It's like just one day, just one day. Yeah, he was a little weird, but he was just a normal kid. But then one Halloween, snap, and guess what? He killed his sister. Like that's that's pretty freaky. Yeah. And has yeah. and has absolutely zero emotion. Like he just flipped like a switch. Like that alone is scarier enough than saying a cult did it, or he was abused, or he just I don't know. Like those two things that they try to like steer or try to like jam into our fucking yeah. minds was like unnecessary. It's much more scary to know that he just snapped like that. Like you can't really like who do you trust then after that? Right. If some normal kid is all of a sudden snapped like a fucking twig and became crazy. Like then who do you trust? Exactly. I, yeah. I completely agree. J-Dead has a really good theory, actually. He uh, he says, Myers spends his summers in Aruba sipping on Mai Tais and scuba diving. What the fuck? <laughs> Could you imagine him sitting on a beach like, Sir, would you like another Mai Tai? A pina colada? <laughs> just looks back towards the ocean. He's just sitting there silent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He says, by the way, if you ever want to see the most meta horror movie ever, check out Primer. It's in my top 10 ever. You'll have to watch it more than a few times to get it all. Yeah, I've heard of Primer. Never seen it. Have you ever seen Primer? I've never seen Primer. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. Uh, yeah, read me the synopsis once you get it. Um, yeah, let's get the synopsis real quick. And then uh, Oct, Intellectual engineers Aaron and A build and sell error checking technology to help with their friends Robert and Philip. But when Aaron and Abe accidentally invent what they think is a time machine, Abe builds a version capable of transporting a human and puts the device to the test. As two friends obsess over their creation, they discover the dark consequences of their actions. Okay. I looked up primer image, but it gave me a bunch of primer. <laughs> like Home Depot paint primer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, shit. I know what this is. I kind of know what this is. Well, I, I think check I've that one out. seen it seen like snippets of it show me a picture bro how can i can't it's gonna be kind of hard show me something yeah i can't see dick yeah it's all right we'll watch it we'll check it out all right oct says that he has the ultimate defense for the scene 
where Freddy, dressed as Michael, comes face to face with Michael, also dressed as Michael. Um, he says, a lot of people hate the scene where Freddy trash talks Michael and Michael just walks away. I'm included in that. I rationalize it by thinking maybe what was going through Michael's head was something like, you know, I could kill this wannabe right now, or I can let him keep pretending to be me and let, let him help me scare the shit out of these suckers. I could see that. He's also says I could just see it as a part of his playful nature not to kill Freddie in that moment. I can I completely I can see, see the playful saying. moment because Michael is already like a kid. Right. I just think it's strange for my like if he's stalking it somebody takes you out of the situation. Like, if he's stalking from like you could argue, well, he had plenty of options or opportunities to kill Lori and Annie in the original movie, and he didn't. And mm-hmm. What I what I say to you, sir, what I say is he was stalking them from a distance. Like there was distance between them. He would have had to, you know, go up to them in broad daylight or something to to get to them to do that. I think it's strange that Freddie's like, yo, what are you doing here? I'm Michael Myers. And he's like, like literally they're like face to face with each other. And he just like, like zero reaction, just he's like okay and turns around and leaves like that's like who did freddie think it was under there you know what i mean like who the who cameraman was? that got killed oh that's true bill yeah was that his name bill yeah check the bill. Cast list. was that bill bill yeah it was bill yeah he dude bill's death was pretty good the way you like see it on the camera and tyra banks is too busy listening to in sync and like yeah and she's going like whatever in the you know in the trailer, um, yeah. But I Oct, I see what you're saying though, man, dude. Oct, I got to hand it to you, buddy. You're you're putting up a fight for resurrection, and I'm I'm super proud of that. I like that. Um, there's some fight in you. I like that. Oh my god. Then you're gonna love me. That's <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so pretty good. I, I, I wasn't even looking that, at you, man. and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, lots of good talk in this one. Um. So here we didn't even we, we forgot to talk about the scene where uh the couple I forget what their names are. Um let me check the the plot again. Uh I have the cast list pulled up here. Um Donna and Donna and Yeah, Jim. Donna Donna and Jim when they when they're about to get laid in the basement and uh he like he like the wall caves in and like the skulls and stuff fall out and that she's screaming they're on camera Freddie and Tyra Banks are laughing and it's like a whole big whatever and he lifts up like the arm and he goes made in taiwan (laughs) he's like man they're setting this whole thing up and they leave or whatever and that's when we find michael's whole lair and his you know his hidden which first of all bro this isn't a small town in illinois why is it like new york city chicago like sewer system underneath of his house (laughs) like yeah you're right though why I mean, it. Good lord, the sewers like the width of this room. Like, why? Why would you? Why is that under his house? I don't know, man. With their water bill is probably like, fucking just, huge. I don't know. Was Michael at Home Depot like building or like soldering? You know those iron gates to put in his under his house and stuff. Like, why? You yeah. know, it's a very strange. Uh, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, but. <laughs> that comment <laughs> Jay, I mean, you're not Jay, wrong jay did says tyra banks's booty was the only legit killer at resurrection just saying I mean, that, you're not wrong son that deserves a
That was pretty good, man. That was good. Uh, so kind of the meat and potatoes of it, though. You know, we we do get kills in there, and they're good. I mean, they're they're pretty decent kills. Like, um, the guy getting stuffed up in the attic. We get a a, a Lonnie Lamb. Um, you know, uh, I I we don't even I forget we don't see Tyra Banks die, do we? We no, just we don't. find her. We just find her at the end of it. That's probably honestly. In contract. She's not allowed to like be. She, she doesn't really have like a super massive role in mm-hmm. in resurrection. You know what I mean? No, other not than, at all. Other than her death, like that's kind of. Um, she doesn't have a huge huge role. Uh, you know, there's like the Buster Arms haven't even. I don't even think she knew that Tyra Banks was dead. No, they didn't know. The yeah. the turning point. The turning point of this movie is when Deckard is at the party and it's funny because Deckard's sitting there in that room and he's on the computer and he's, you know, he's beeping. (laughs) He's typing. How it fucking just (laughs) gradually gets a bigger and bigger crowd. I fucking hated that. But do you realize though, everybody's in there, like they bust through the doors and they're making out and they're like about to, they're about to do it in, in the room. And they're like, Oh, sorry. And there's somebody in there and they're, and they're like, what are you watching? Yeah. He's like watching Dangertainment. And he's sitting there and like, and then it's another couple comes that like bust in and then they're like, what are you watching? And eventually it's like, there's 40 people sitting in the room yeah, watching it, it with him. You know, it's strange. What? No, I was just going to say, I was just going to say like that whole scene where they just like completely just start like every single scene to get back to that crew. It slowly got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I was like, bro, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? Yeah, so I just yeah. thought, and then like, I don't know. It was like that was like the one thing that really kept drawing me out of the out of the movie, which I get. Yeah, the whole internet thing, blah 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 blah. But like, bro, it made more sense just to keep the whole scene like in the fucking uh in the. It would have been made. It would have made much more sense to have the luck of the Irish Ryan Merriman uh just in his room just texting, kind of like the Paul Rudd, like you know, like just like typing, like bro, like get away, blah 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 blah, or something like that. But yeah, yeah. It well, just, we, we, we got to get me out of it. Like we said, we got to get that late 90s, early 2000s beeper and, and email going, though, or else it's I not know. Real. Right. Right. Um, yeah. The Ox says the best friend, uh, uh, Katie Sackhoff decapitation when her head rolls down the stairs. That was good. That was a good kill, too. Yeah. But like the turning point is when they see uh, <clears throat> Jim die. Is it Jim or is it Donna? Which one dies when she's down there in his like lair thing? Donna. Is it Donna? Yeah. 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 I guess you're right. She, when she they gets see stabbed her, by yeah, the pole. And, by like well, the barb. everybody at the party's like, yeah, yeah, and they're like laughing or whatever. And Deckard's like, no, that was real, guys. He's there. That was real. That was real. I'm like, bro, shut up. <laughs> like we get it. It was real. And it's funny because everybody's like, that was awesome. Good special effects. And then the next time we see them, everybody's like, dude, get him out of there. Tell him, get him. Like. Like what happened in like that twenty minutes that you got? I think it was a decapitation. There's the well, yeah, that's true. It was that decapitation. That's true. Uh, J Dead says that dude's internet connection was way too good for back then, right, bro? Right, right. He was on. I mean, if someone, if someone, if someone in that party needed to make a phone call, all that stream was done. (laughs) You know they were on that landline, huh? You know they were on that landline. They definitely were on that landline. So that's why I was like, bro, this movie, like, I don't know, (laughs) like, I don't like this, this. This guy had better internet than I do right now, as you can see with us uh, glitching and whatnot. Like, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's funny because that's when, like, they they go – they're trying to leave. They actually try to leave the show, but they can't. And that's when they realize that, um, you know, like, the the other two guys, uh, the 
the music major dude dies. They all die. And he chases Sarah upstairs. That's where Deckard is kind of helping her. And they're kind of playing this cat and mouse game between Sarah and Michael where she's going outside. And he actually, how does he end up hanging from the, the balcony? I forget. Who? It's escaping me. Michael, when he's hanging, because Deckard actually says he's gone. Oh, I is it think... Freddy? Because Freddy comes, guys, help me out. I, I'm completely drawing a blank here. Like, when does Freddy? I think I think Freddy kicks him, kicks him out the window. Yeah, you're right. Because Freddy shows back up and kicks him, and that's when you think Freddy's dead. Mm-hmm. Like you think Freddy's dead. Um, yeah, you're right. The ox says Freddy kicks him out the window. That's right. Now it's coming back to me. Thanks. That, I don't know why I was completely drawing a blank with that. Um, but we think Freddy's gone, and that's when Deckard says he's still alive. He, she gets her beeper message that says he's still alive, um, and they they get out to the garage, uh, or they, no, they go down. She goes down in the. Uh, the tunnel the she's in like yeah. the sewers or the tunnel or whatever that is um the big home depot tunnel <laughs> and she she gets out to the garage that's when she that's when she finds tyra banks dead it's i don't know why this all kind of is a blur to me this like last act it's a fever dream um, guys it really is um but when he attacks her you know what the funny thing is it kills me because michael's in there and she starts the chainsaw but <laughs> dialogue she says something she's like this is for jen and me and bill and katie sackhoff and tyra banks and jamie lee curtis it's like bro what are you doing just sally had a better monologue than that i know but like she just takes the time and she keeps doing this and it's it's like the same thing it's like what we talked about earlier with Lori. it's like just stab him yeah. Why do you need to like tell him everything he's done wrong? You know what I mean? Like just, just kill him. Like don't don't sit here and talk to him. Talk him to death. That is like, a dangerous thing, my guys. I, I don't know, but she and she barely graces. Like he doesn't even act like it hurts. Like he's just, he she's just like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, like with the blade on his chest or whatever. Um, and you know he she ends up trapped underneath of the thing with the gasoline is spilling she's trapped under the thing and that's when miguel's favorite moment comes when good old freddy the fire has started and he kicks open the door and we get trick or treat mother <laughs> trick or treat motherfucker yep my favorite you might as well you might as well start playing in mortal Kombat like because you have fire around and everything well Bro, it, dude, it's, it's that picture from the thumbnail that's the exact moment where Michael, like, he's sitting there, he's about to stab her, and Freddy kicks open the door and goes, trick or treat, mother... And Michael looks over, and he's like... Yeah, and as soon as... as, soon as <laughs> Look at happens... his eyes! Look at his eyes! He's going, oh, shit. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, as soon as soon as Freddy said, like, trick or treat, motherfucker, like, I shit you not, you could just put, like, a start of, like, everybody's health bar going up. It's like, bro, this is the start right? of a fight. Boom! Boom! Yeah. Finish him! Yeah, you know? it was Well, it's great. funny, because, like, we, we didn't even talk about that. Like, when Freddy's in his room watching, like, the old, like, 70s and 80s, like, Jackie Chan, like, kung fu videos, and he's like, Whoa! and he's trying to be all, like, you know, 
kung fu and whatever because he grabs the shovel he hits michael and breaks the shovel over his like shoulder and michael stumbles back and like stands back up and he spit like when he's spinning the like the handle of the shovel and he's like yeah yeah and he hits michael a few times and michael just goes and michael's like bringing it down and freddie's going no 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 and michael put bro michael pushes him like uh same thing as in like if like freddie versus jason for bro jason must be like the hulk because jason like hits somebody and they go flying like 40 feet away like at the end there's one point where uh Fred, like Freddie sticks Jason in the shoulder with the glove, and Fred, like Jason, uppercuts Freddie. Bro, Freddie flies, flies like to Colorado and back. <laughs> like it's like, bro, how strong is he? He only like uppercutted his belly, and bro goes flying like sixty feet. Yeah, and it's the yeah. same thing. Michael, like, like Michael backhands Freddie, and he flies up against the wall and like back down. You know what I mean? And it's just like, bro, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like how did he hit him that hard um but you know he he turns back to sarah and he starts walking towards her to kill her but that's when freddie takes the uh that's when freddie takes the the electrical like the, all the hanging wires and stuff which i'm shocked well i guess does the myers house still have electricity they should well i mean well they're they're Why? in the who's they're paying in the... that bill michael well, no, they're in the uh, what's it called? The, I mean, they're in the garage. So, well, they probably have yeah, a generator. So they, they have a generator, they have a generator for, like, for the, danger, stuff. the danger yeah. entertainment stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like when he stabs him and he goes and he's getting like you know he's getting electrocuted or whatever. I think I feel like they told uh, Buster Rhymes that he had to throw in MFR like anywhere he could because like <laughs> even at the end like like we get the the trick or treat. We get the trick or treat, mother. And then he he does his whole like he looks at him and he goes, "Burn, mother." <laughs> and then he carries Sarah out. And even like even when uh, I don't know, even when I'm trying to think, what does he say? Oh, <laughs> it's probably my favorite line in the whole the movie. The monologue the that he has at the no. end. Well, when when Sarah, they bring out the body bag, it's burned, like it's over, it's done. And Sarah goes, I want to see his face. I want to see him. And the paramedic goes, I'm going to warn you, ma'am, it's not pretty. And he unzips the body bag and Mike or uh, Michael and Freddie walks over and he puts his arm around her. Yeah, Ox said it. He goes, he goes, chicken fry, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, what? Like, where does that come from? You know, uh, it just is. It's hysterical, man. He, that is a lyrical so genius funny. right there. No, oh, man. Chicken fried. <laughs> but then, like, that monologue that I see, like, that whenever uh, the news station was trying to, like, uh, and, like, yeah. interview everyone. And well, I forgot how it goes, but it was just so fucking cheesy. Well, I was like, bro, where are we going with It's this? pretty simple with her because she's, like, you know, she, all she says, like, all she needs to say is, thank you, Deckard. You saved my life. And like everybody's at the party's like, yeah. And they're like Pat and Deckard on the back or whatever. And mm-hmm. he's like, I have a girlfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's yeah, you're right. you know, and he's all hype or whatever. Um, which bless by the way, Deckard looked way younger than her. Let's be real. I know. I feel like she was a college student, he's still like a junior or something yeah, like that. And like high school. She, and high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Like he he looked younger than her. But she says, Thank you, Deckard, or whatever. And there, Freddie starts like talk, like the camera show up or whatever, and Freddie's like, and he puts his arm around her or whatever, and he's like, "Come on, Sarah, let's go." And they're like, "Well, we can go live right now. We're gonna go live." And the cameras like start talking. And they're like, 
they're like, Sarah, do you wish to make a statement or whatever? And, you know, they're talking Freddy or made whatever. Some, and, like weird monologue well, or some shit Freddy, like that. He says something about it. He says, like, Michael Myers ain't no reality TV. Like, he said some big epiphany. You know what I mean? He's yeah, like, yeah. he ain't no reality TV. He's... He's a killer. He's a killer. Great white shark, man, who's ready to kill everything that gets in his way. He's a killer shark, or whatever. And the camera guy goes, "Well, do you make wish to make a statement?" As if he didn't just make a statement. And he goes, "Yeah, statement this." And he like pushes the camera out of the way, or whatever. Yeah, he says, he goes, "Feel this," and he pushes the camera. Out. He just pushes the camera out of the way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. J Dead says, "After all that, I guarantee Decker get, didn't get none of that booty." Because they'd never seen each other, I think it was like one they've of those like uh, online. It was like one of those online things. All they've talked about was email or over yeah. was email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean. Um, so I don't know. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I saw something else I wanted to pop up there. Um, oh, Jay did. Do we all agree Freddy is the worst character in Halloween franchise history? If no, then who you got? Um, I would say the cops. No, you know what? Six. The worst kid. Like I, is it Halloween six or Halloween the one? The one with Halloween five. The when they're like every time they're on screen. Yeah. Oh woo woo woo! When they're on screen, um. I'll tell you what, William Forsythe, which he did a great job with it, but like, if you're talking about like a garbage character, though, William Forsythe in uh in Rob Zombies, the dad, like the stepdad, oh uh, yeah, the, where he when he I don't just the stuff he says, I'm like, you're disgusting. Like that's your daughter-in-law, and like Judith walks in the in the kitchen, and he's like. Oh, she got a good pooper on her. And just like, what? Like, bro, what did he just say? You know, and just, and I, some of the stuff he says to my, you really kill all those animals, boy? <laughs> Would you take that damn thing? Like, just the way he is. He's a pretty garbage character, too. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that, uh, I don't know if I would say that Bust is the worst. I'll say, again, Oct, there's another positive. I don't think Bust is the worst character. Um, some of those characters are pretty bad too. Like so the, uh, oh, I'll tell you who else. Speaking of H five, I see you guys talking about like J Dead mentioned H five. Uh, the you know who really annoys me is the boyfriend. Uh, what's her name's boyfriend in Halloween five? The guy. Remember when the two cops are sitting at the party? The greaser. Not the greaser guy. Not the guy with the car who's like obsessive about like the wax on his car. When Michael takes the spigot, and he's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but the other his friend, the guy who worked at the, the alcohol. Or the, the alcohol store, the liquor store, <laughs> and stole the beer for him or whatever. And he dresses up as Michael and he's like, Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And he runs after him. Bro, he annoys the crap out of me in that movie. He annoys the crap out of me. He deserved the pitchfork. I don't know. He was just, he was weird. He was, he was strange. Um, the Oxa, uh, Tina's a good one too. Yeah. A lot of people hate Tina. Well, I didn't, I, I didn't hate Tina in four. But in five, she's very like like listen. They can't find Rachel because Rachel was dead, and Jamie is very obviously distraught. Jamie hasn't said a word to to anybody in a year, and she finally just spoke for the first time and said your name. 
she she is bawling she's having like a meltdown because she's begging you to stay with her while they're looking for this murderer and she's like when you're older you understand you just have to be with people that your age at a party i have to go by and and i'm like you suck lady like this little girl is begging you to stay by her side and mm-hmm. you're just like i gotta go bye come on you suck don't do that to her you're a terrible you're a terrible aunt terrible friend uh, I hate Loomis for Rob, Rob, Rob Zombie's H2 more than Busta. Yeah. yeah but that Loomis wasn't the best. That wasn't, I don't think that was Malcolm McDowell's fault. That was, <laughs> hashtag not my Loomis. That wasn't Malcolm McDowell's fault, though. That was, that was bad writing on his, on Rob Zombie's part. Like, like Loomis was a tender. He cared about Michael. He cared about Lori. He cared about the situation. Like, he obviously had guilt for what was happening. Like, like, that's, that didn't he, come out to like he, the last 15 he, minutes of the movie. Well, he was a good Loomis though in, in, yeah. in H1. Mm-hmm. But in H2, like when he looks at the assistant and she's like, do you want hot tea or something? And he's like, if I want your opinion, I'll slap it out of you and all that yeah. stuff. And it's like, where did, what? Like, where did this come from? And then, like you said, the last 15 minutes when he sees it on the news that like the SWAT team and whoever else has Michael and Lori cornered in the, in the shack when he's drinking and his all of bottle, a sudden, he's yeah, drinking yeah. his red wine. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm a good guy again. I'm the hero. It's like, what? Yep. Like, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Um, Jaded says, okay, quick question. My favorite secondary character in the franchise. Mine's the preacher that picks Loomis up in H4 secondary favorite. Yeah. He's a good one. Yeah. Mr. Sayer. Where exactly? What, or what is it? What are you hunting? Mr. Sayer apocalypse uh, end of the world. <laughs> the new sheriff in Halloween 2. Uh what do you mean the new sheriff? The the new sheriff like after after uh uh what's his name uh Do you mean Meeker? Meeker. Yeah. Meeker's in, Meeker doesn't come until 4 though. Is it? Me, yeah, Meeker doesn't come until 4. No, the guy when after they Meeker find was Annie, one of my favorites. Yeah. Cuz remember Second brackets favorite. brackets in Halloween 2 and up until like the middle up until the Ben Tramer thing. Yeah. Uh, when when he says, you know, they found Annie, like Annie was one of the kids that they found dead and Brackett's like, what? And he goes and they go to get in the car or whatever. And that's when uh, that's when we get old uh, uh, gray-haired fellow. What's his name? Uh, young what? Gary Busey lookalike when he's, he's go home, Lee. And oh, the, yeah. the real whiny cop that goes around with Loomis, could we do anything else for you? And Loomis is like, Michael Myers is still here. Blah, 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 blah. And he's just very, he's like, okay. You know, and he, we get, that's when we get that guy. Uh, the Ox says, Miguel, your favorite secondary character is Ben Tramer. <laughs> no, that's number one. Ben Tramer's <laughs> Even, number one. More so than Laurie or Michael or Loomis. Yeah, Ben Tramer, 100%. <laughs> Miguel's list is like Ben Tramer. It, it's like Ben Tramer, Loomis, Michael, Laurie. <laughs> yep. That's Miguel's list. Um J Dead says Meeker is awesome. The Ox says LL Cool J is up there. That he's uh, true as well. Yeah, I like LL, LL Cool J. LL now cool J too. was good too, man. Um so we get to the ending of this thing. What do you think of how it ends? Like when he just when we get that sudden like the she's in the hospital or whatever, and uh she's in the hot the not the hospital, the morgue, and she's looking at him, and all we get is and he opens that his eyes, and that's the, how it that goes was just the contract coming to fruition, my guy. Right, that was that, that little was clause. That. He's got to yeah. stay alive. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I I think what would have made resurrection better, and I think here's kind of oct. Tell me what you think of this. And guys, if you're watching after the fact, if you're watching right now, 
Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, by the way. Let me know if you think this is a better idea. I, I think what would have made a better ending and what would have even tied into the resurrection thing is if you would have made... So maybe you think Lori is... Well, so will you keep the beginning the same. Lori's in the asylum. She's, you know, locked up or whatever. Michael goes to kill her. You think she's dead. And then you start getting little hints of Lori's alive. Lori's alive. She survived. She survived. And then instead of Busta Rhymes coming through at the end, maybe you get another final battle between Lori and Michael. And that's where Lori actually dies. You pull a Halloween ends, which, well, what I hope happens in Halloween ends, where Lori and Michael kill each other, or you think kill each other. And then if you want to do the whole eyes opening thing at the end, and that's Michael's resurrection, that's his, he's killed Lori. He's, he's completed his mission. Now you do Halloween nine, you go with wherever you want. I think that would have saved them a little bit. You know what I mean? And you can still do this whole story. Like you can still do this whole, uh, you can still keep it literally exactly the same, but you just throw in little, you keep the beginning the same. Maybe you get little hints like, Hey, maybe Lori survived. Maybe Lori survived. And, and, it's, then, and it's Lori stalking Michael, not the other yeah, way. Yeah. You, well, not even, not like Michael stalking all the, the dangertainment people. Stuff. Yeah. But, 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 like, but Michael gets sudden little hints that maybe I'm being stalked. Well, not just like I feel like you get little hints and you finally like maybe there is a reveal that Lori is alive and she's going to go to the Myers house and kill Michael. And like there is a final battle between Lori and Michael in his house. And you can even do it the same way where he gets electrocuted and burned up and maybe Lori dies in the fire, too. And, you know, Lori's dead. And then, boom, he opens his eyes at the end, cuts to black. You could have done that. And like that would have been more of a send off for Lori. That would have played into the Halloween resurrection thing because this is his resurrection. This is, mm -hmm. you know, maybe now you even go full on supernatural with him. Like, I don't know. Like they're, I feel like that would have been better. And maybe they couldn't have done something like that because Jamie Lee Curtis was done at that point And she was basically mm -hmm. just doing this as like a contractual obligation. Like, I mean, I don't know, but I, that's kind of, I like that idea a little bit better. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I, I think that um, I, I think that could have been a much better way to execute this. But we got what we got. I mean, so, you know, whatever. So be it. I, you know, I, I it is what it is, man. It's Halloween Resurrection. Um, the Ox says he likes that idea. Little hints that maybe there's a third person, <laughs> a third person dressed up as Michael in the house. And then the reveal at the end, it was it was Laurie. Interesting. I don't mean that. <laughs> Like she's the killer. Could you imagine? It's like the Spider-Man meme. The you know you get yeah you get this going on. Like, could you imagine? Freddie walks in as Michael. Michael walks in, and then there's a third Michael that walks in, and Fre Freddie had been like, "What the hell is it?" He'd have been mad, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, not necessarily dressed as Michael. Just I think you could have done like a really cool. It could have been cool if they would have kept Lori for the end and like the final, the real final battle between Michael and Lori is in her house. That could have been cool. But again, we got what we got. Uh, do you want to, do you want to do a rating for resurrection? Do you want to do a rating for resurrection? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because okay. Oct, you're going to be proud of me, man. You're going to be proud. My rating has gone up since we did this discussion. Okay. So in, in in having this discussion, my rating has gone up. Okay. What is it? 
I th- I-, I was prepared to give this movie a, a 3.5. I'm not going to lie. I really was. Which may be the lowest rating I've ever given a movie. But I think I'm going to go 5.5. Damn. No, five, five, five. I'm going to go five. You can't drop half a point, but just no. <laughs> you got to stick with the 5.5. There you go. I'm going to go five. It's it's entertaining. It's got the, the music is a lot better. Michael is pretty good. The cinematography is good. I think the story is garbage, though. I think the uh, th- there's certain things that I just did not like about it. But I, I see why people love it. I see why this has kind of become kind of a cult classic type deal uh, in the franchise, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, before we get to these last comments, Miguel, what's your rating? I was going to give it like a 4.6. I gave it a higher rating than you did. Yeah, it's not that great. The only thing that really saved see, it. See, now y'all got me quick. Was... See, now I'm seeing it. The Ox says, five, very generous. My mission is complete. Four out of ten. Dang it, now y'all are making me second guess. Look at that. We com- we converted them, guys. That was a trap This movie, This movie is like my kryptonite. Like, I can't I, I can't figure out, like, if I like it or not. Like, I don't like it, but you know what? Five, that's a 50%. I, it might be a, a – you know what? It, it's probably like a – it's, no, don't it's, you dare. Don't you fucking dare. You, there's no change. There's no take backsies. Stick with it. Stick with it. No, guys, hold them to it. Hold them to that five point. <laughs> it's 5. probably 0. it's probably more like a four. It's no, probably more hold like them a four. to it, guys. I, I thought you were. God. I thought you were about to say like a six. I'm not gonna. No. Lie. Four stars. Final. Final. Nope. You can't nope. final. There's no final. Final. Four stars. Nope. You four can't. stars. Sorry. Five point oh, guys. That's what he says. Well, guys, this he went. Good. He went from a five point five. <laughs> let let him know that. Let it be that. Let it be known that he's. No, said I dropped it to a five. Five was my first official rating. You said five point five. Guys, let us know in the comments what what rating do you think he did? Because it's definitely a five point five for me. That he said. You know, there's no take back season oh, in this fucking place. You you I you know. that <laughs> Oct, you you just knocked it out of the park. It's a fun ride. If you take it too seriously, then what? That's what generates the disappointment. Come exactly. completely. He dang it. He also says no take back. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. It's a four out of ten for me. Uh, but guys, that is the season one finale of Purely and Simply Evil. Uh, this has been a, a blast doing this. We we have got uh, a new intro coming. The new intro looks really good. Super psyched about it. Um, new background. So this red background is going to go away. We're going to retire it and do something new. Uh, the trailer for season two of purely and simply evil i wow i heard 5.5 on the record this is man (laughs) wow let's let's delete the last 10 minutes let's delete my conversation the last 10 minutes uh brad just a busta for busta (laughs) brad just a busta for busta yeah there you go (laughs) let's get these last comments before we go uh, J Dead says resurrection should have started. Resurrection, resurrection should have started with Myers getting killed, and then the rest of the movie is him coming back as full blown supernatural. The Thorn storyline would be perfect for it. Um, what do you think? I would agree. It would have been a five point five for me if it was yeah. the case. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel's score would have gone up. I don't know. I would have had to see how it came out. Like it, it yeah, would have yeah. had to. 
you know, it would have, I would have had to see. Uh, Keith, buddy, how's it going? Keith, did you ever notice that Lori stares out the window in the asylum and the nurse says, I don't know what she's looking at. Michael and Kill staring out the window. David Jordan Green takes from everything. Yeah, man, that's true. That's very true. Very, very true. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that as well. Uh, J-Dad, take care, guys. Much love to you all and stay safe out there. Yeah, man, you guys stay safe too. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys are awesome. You guys are our buddies. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, so the season two trailer, Monday night at 8 p.m., season two trailer drops for Purely and Simply Evil. Uh, if you don't know, we are going to talk the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise next. We are going to save Halloween Kills for a Purely and Simply Evil episode, kind of revisit that. We're going to revisit Rob Zombie's films. We're going to revisit Halloween 3, uh, Halloween uh, the 6, the producer's cut. All of that closer to October. We're going to wait and make like all of October kind of theme because of Halloween ends, because of everything going on. So October will be fun. But next season, uh, we don't have a, an actual start date for that, but we're going to check out Nightmare on Elm Street, take a deep dive. And we're going to get a couple more in there too. I think we're going to get what? Uh, Night of the Creeps was my other pick and then miguel's pick was jeepers creepers so we'll that'll be a it'll be a fun season man looking at having some special guests on um so new intro new background it's gonna be a blast so uh new trailer drops monday and we will drop the opening credits at some point uh before before that new season starts we don't have a date yet uh but thank you guys for hanging out with us as usual thanks for supporting this channel and uh, we will see you probably Tuesday night. I don't know what show we're doing Tuesday night. I'm not sure what we're talking, but we'll, we'll talk some. Out. We'll talk something Tuesday night, and we'll see you there. So, new episodes of our shows premiere every single Tuesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We Talk the Movies. Thank you guys so much for hanging with us, and uh, we will talk to you all soon, guys. See you. See you.